Welcome to Gents with Joe and Spence, where we talk about everything under the sun that Adam's sons have done. And today we're going to talk about standing up for the week. Joe, usually at the very beginning of the episode, we recap a little bit, but today I just want to uh, make sure to everybody remind you, uh, go follow us on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, it's a little plus button and you push follow and make sure to hit the bell so you can get a notification every time we come out with a new episode and same thing on the, on Apple music as well. Follow us on our Instagram at gents, Joe and Spence and our Twitter as well at uh, gents, Joe and Spence as well. So so That's the challenge last week we had was write down five things every day for the next week yeah. that you're thankful for, whether it was in yeah. your diary or whether it was in your notes journal your or notes on your phone or on a piece of paper. Yeah. So when I, when I did through this, I kind of, kind of looked for everything that I was grateful for, and I came to realize that everything I was thankful for and actually have – that I'm very, very blessed that a lot of people don't have these things and um, step back and realize that I actually um, am very blessed. So I actually didn't take the time to write down. I did write down some in my phone, uh-huh. but I instead I said it out loud as I was driving. That's good. Let the uh, powers that be out there let, let me know. Let, let them know. I the power of the oh. universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, that made me feel uh, feel more grateful, feel more calm almost yeah that's the same with me yeah and then the question last week was what pie would you go what pie would you have if that's the only pie you could have for the rest of your life yep and i got it right here so we had a question thing on our instagram that so go follow us on instagram if you want to answer these questions and be in our podcast lots of people said like apple pie, banana cream, chocolate cream, pecan pie. Some people even said, I don't even like pie. So they wouldn't yeah. choose pie, obviously. But those are the top, probably I would say top would be apple pie and our banana pie. So which one would you choose? Um, Out of banana pie and apple pie? Out of any pie you wanted in the I, whole entire world. I think last time, what did I say last time? I said apple, I think. Or you said, pumpkin. let's wait till next week to see it. See oh, yeah, because I needed time. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I, I thought about it. Obviously, we had Thanksgiving dinner and we had pie. Um, one thing that I really, really liked is a nice apple pie. Like, it has all the ingredients you'll ever need. It has all the sugars, and apples are very... Very delicious. Very delicious. What, the best pie that? I ate this year at Thanksgiving was yeah. a banana cream pie. My mom had this banana cream pie that was, oh my gosh, that was Very good. the best pie I've ever had, well, this season. Wow. So, I mean, I'm on a banana cream pie right now. I'm going to say banana cream. Okay. Going a little going a little off chart. Yeah, this, yeah. Uh, that's sick. Kay. So, before we get started, I want to do a gents moment. Yeah. There's this boy named Jermaine Bell. Uh-huh. And he was only six years old. And he was saving up all of his money to go to Disneyland. Okay. And he lived in South Carolina where they have hurricanes there. And he had a bunch of money saved up. 
and a hurricane was coming, and he was thinking to himself, oh, what the crap? We got to get out of here. You know, everybody, right. everybody's evacuating. So what he did, he went and bought a whole bunch of hot dogs with his money uh-huh. and hot dog buns and chips, little bags of chips. And as people were leaving, he would just stop them, hand them some hot dogs. Wow. Like, here's your food. See you later. Get out of here. Yeah, there's your food. See you later. He's just like there to Jeez, help. That's awesome. Um, and then he'd he'd ask them if they wanted to pray together, and sometimes they'd have prayers together to that's awesome. help the uh, evacuation. Anyway, six year old boy, shout out to Jermaine uh, Bell. He's a he's a gent right he's there. He's a gent right there, and that's a the reason we bring all these gents moments up is to to not obviously notice the people that are doing these things, but be an example, standing for the week, having these examples that we can look forward to and. Uh, look up to to do the right thing absolutely uh so standing for the week first of all spence i'm gonna tell you where i come from okay my dad's name is robert young Mm -hmm. his dad's name is raymond young his dad's name is james young his dad's name is josiah jr young his dad's name is josiah senior young right and he's the first one that moved to the united states of america he came from the uh guernsey islands and john was the last generation that's cool. Of my line. That's cool. One thing my dad's taught me and his dad has taught him was to stand up for the week. Yeah. It's been in the family. Yeah. So to start out this cool episode we have here, I'm going to tell you a story about my dad's dad. Okay. Raymond Young. He was a fighter. He was a boxer. Mm-hmm. Uh, rumor yeah, ha- he had a crazy record too. Rumor has it he had, he fought 45 fights and he won every one of them except for one, the very last one, and he tied it. Wow. Yeah, he was a tough dude. That's crazy. Bad man pajama. So, Raymond Young, sitting there in a the bar, enjoying mm. himself, and two boxers that were brothers came in, started having a drink, and started picking on this guy that wasn't so able to stand up for himself, especially against two boxers. Right. right. So my grandpa stood up, whooped both their butts, <laughs> and sent them on their way. <laughs> That's that's a good feeling. The two brothers quit boxing after that, I think, and said to themselves, "Well, if we can't beat one guy up, then why would we? Right. If two of us can't beat one guy up, then why would we uh, try to fight one on one? Right. That's, so that's, that's that's my story to start this episode out. Yeah, and just like you said, it runs in the family. And if you do that, stand for the week. He's an example for you. Obviously, you looked up to your grandpa. Heck yeah. We never met him. But I did never meet him, but the story is we never met him. I've been told about him. I definitely look up to him. Yeah, definitely imagine the great things. So, Joe, you in the, in the intro, uh, intro episode, you got you said uh, like a was it the first episode that you said uh, uh, the kid in your yeah, grade? Yeah. 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 So, so I was. I'll retell that story. You heard it. Okay. Heard it in probably the first or second episode. Um, there was this kid walking down the hallway in high school had red hair freckles not very cool kid and a guy walking behind him and it was kicking his feet a popular kid was kicking his feet yeah um trying to trip him and the redhead kid was like leave me alone you know leave me alone walking so i watched him way down the hall walk closer to me closer to me and that popular kid just kept bothering that unpopular redhead freckled face kid Mm mm-hmm and so as soon as they got close, I reached out, 
popped him right in the head. And he just stumbled back and was like, "What? what's going on? Like, Leave that dude alone. It bothers me to see somebody yeah. strong or cool or in a high position put down somebody else who they think is lower than them. Right. If someone is doing that, then I believe they are lower than that person they are putting down for sure. Yeah, because they're putting them down. That makes them lower in your eyes. Absolutely. It doesn't it doesn't say anything about the person that's being made fun of. It right. doesn't say one thing about it. It only says things about who how, is how dumb making, the guy's fun making fun of them. Right. So moral of the story is don't pick on people. You stand you get for punched them. in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get you'll get a black eye the next day. I mean, think about the greatest leaders of all time. Okay. Gandhi, uh Jesus, right. um, George Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, these great leaders of all time, what did they do? They served those below them. They stood up for what they believed in. Absolutely. Fought for them. Yeah. And so if you're instead of oppressing those below you, a good leader or a good individual is going to lift up those below them serve the least of these my brethren right and then you think about a bad leader someone you think of of the world cast them down or the world thinks of them as a bad person right what did they do they oppressed those that are weaker yeah hitler Uh, hitler that's exactly what came to my mind Mm -hmm. so if you're going to be standing up for the weak you need to serve those below you yeah if you're going to be oppressing the weak like a fool, then yeah, those that are weak, you're gonna pick on them. Right. Um, I just looked. Uh, I just looked up standing for the weak statistics, and this showed up is from www.mindtools.com. We stand up for when you. Why do you stand up for others? When you stand up for people, you show them that you're on their side when they need help. This builds long-term loyalty, trust, credibility, commitment, and moral in your team. And it gives your commit people a confident boost. So not only if it's helping them, but it's also helping you create a better relationship, creating um, better credibility or reliability between you two. And just knowing that you have someone's back. Sometimes like you see all these videos about somebody that's thinking about um, committing suicide or anything like that. And as soon as you stand up for them, that makes their whole day, that whole year, it changes their mind and changes their, their thinking of things like, wow, I actually have people behind me, you know, cause you never know what you're going to, what's going to happen about that. If just one thing, one little thing, if you do that, it could save someone's life. I got a good quote about standing up for other people. Okay. If you're standing up for the weak, you're brave. If you're mm-hmm. not standing up the weak, you're an accomplice. Right. So in other words, if you're just standing there watching someone get picked on, watching someone get beat up. You might as well be a part of it. Might as well be. I mean. Even though if you're not directly. That's a pretty weak sauce move to sit there and watch that. That's true. Get up. Do something about it. Right. Even though if it's not the move, stand out. If something's good, stand out and be alone. You know? Yeah, but you also can't forget to put yourself first in those situations that's too. true and that's another one of our gents lists too is stand up for your or take care of yourself or stand up for yourself don't for you got to take that little beam be, that beam out of your eye before you take the mode out of your neighbors absolutely you got to focus on yourself 
before you focus on it. Let's people. talk about that for a while. Let's talk about Kay. self. Yeah, let's go. Self uh, care. Self care. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good. Do you know how much? Uh, what's that famous basketball player's name? LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> Do you know how much uh, he spends on himself, like on self care, a year? A, a, a lot. Over a million dollars. Yeah. Massages, facials, recoveries, Botox. Food. Just kidding about the Botox. <laughs> sleep. He likes sleep for he, his uh, LeBron James tries to sleep for at least twelve hours a day. What? Yeah. Like think about it. That's it's when like you seven in the m- night to seven in the morning. Yeah. Unless probably, you break it up, of course. Yeah. He probably he well he tries to. He probably doesn't get that all the time, but he probably just wakes or goes to sleep at like say like ten, wakes up at eight. So that's uh, eight hours. No, that's ten hours, and then takes like a two-hour nap. I can see that. Dang, dude, that's something else, right? Yeah, there. I know. That's pretty crazy. Um. But, so, what about self-care, dude? What What do we gotta say about self-care? So, take care of yourself. Oh, that's a good thing to say about self-care. <laughs> 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 I don't mean to say that, but taking taking care of yourself, being presentable, um, being that mental state. Don't get into anything that you kind of can't really take physically and mentally because you're just going to get burned out. If you're not taking care of yourself, then how in the heck are you going to help take care of somebody else? Right. How are you going to serve your fellow man? And how like, are you going to stand up for the week if you don't stand up for yourself? If you're not able to stand up for yourself. Right. That's scary, standing up for the week or standing up for yourself. Have you, yeah. have you ever stood up to a bully, dude? Oh, I, To be honest, I, did, I wasn't bullied a lot in school. I was very fortunate not to. But um, I would say, like... I would like have this group, the popular group, and I would hang out with other people or hang out with them, and they would start making fun of people. I'm like, yeah, let's step away. Like, we don't need to do that. Like, stop talking about that, you know? So, kind of taking, like, putting myself out there to stop talking about that and um, risk me being judged, I guess you could say, is part of that. Well, one time I got bullied by, uh, older guy than me I, I was probably in seventh grade and he'd come over to me at recess with his like five friends yeah and he would just push me down or hit me in the chest and one of my biggest regrets in my life is i didn't just straight up n- bust him in the chops yeah. you know stand up for yourself yeah i if i could go back to a few times in my life that would yeah. be one of the top five times yeah i just go back bam right there and right in the chin right in the freaking sleepy time <laughs> Knock him out. <laughs> Make him go to sleep. Yeah. So self-care is one of the most important things we can have in our personal lives to better our mental states, to mm-hmm. better our physical states, to better our spiritual. emotional, spiritual, all the above. Right. Self-care, right? What mm-hmm. are some of the things you do, Spencer, that helps you in your life with that is some self-care? Self-care, take showers. That's good, dude. Brush your teeth. <laughs> That's a great start. <laughs> a good start. If if anybody out there is not listening or is listening and doesn't take showers, then we've just that's, changed that's, your life. That's a separate challenge for you. Yes. Just go take gonna, a shower. We're going to challenge you to shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, yeah, I obviously But shower, you're right. Personal hygiene, yeah. Take yeah. care of yourself. I mean, there's all different levels of personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. Men usually are worse at it than women. Right. Some... Uh, there's women out there that if a man doesn't have the good hygiene, 
nothing. They won't even look at it. It's like, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm I'm walking away from this situation. Red flag for him. Yep. But that's obvious. So if you want the I, ladies, I don't want to. I don't want a smelly woman. You know. No, you don't want a smelly woman. Don't want a smelly man. Yeah, all the above. Right. So what? Some of the stuff I personally do uh-huh. that helps me. Dirt bike. Yeah. Clear the mind. Yeah, clear the mind. Um, like your dad says, when you're out there dirt biking, you can only think about one thing, your next move, your next, what are you going to do right in that position, right there at that very second? Break more, throttle more, yep. if you're going to go this way or that way. In fact, your dad said that uh, it was a counselor or somebody, I'm going to slaughter this, but somebody gave that as a prescription of like, go dirt biking. Oh, yeah. I actually, I actually know this. Well, tell, so tell us about it. there's a professor at the college, and his students would like come to him and be like, "Hey, I'm not feeling good. I'm always drowsy, or this is happening. I'm just not feeling great, or like I'm feeling really sad." And he, so if you ever, if guys have ever been to Rexburg, there's an R mountain in the back, and it's just a big plateau mountain. And he and he had a perfect view out of his window, and he turned around in his chair, and he pointed out there and said, go hike that, come back, and tell me how you feel after. Every morning, they would go back, and just physical activity gets, physical activity helps you a ton in clearing your mind, blood flow to the brain, because if you're always sitting on the couch, if you're not running or not playing sports or always on on the TV or on your phone, your blood flowing's not into your brain, and obviously you're going to feel groggy. That's a very good point, but that's yeah. not the story I was thinking about. I swear it was. <laughs> so he was saying that if he, this is a psychiatrist talking or a counselor talking and saying, you know, if kids would dirt bike, they would be a lot happier. Oh. And be, the reason why is because, they can, like you said, they can clear their mind. It's physical, so that you have that going for you. Right. But you can only... Do so much stuff with your mind. And if you're out there dirt biking, you are so focused because of the intensity of it uh-huh. that you are only focused on that and you actually can block out those things that you don't need to worry about or that are bothering you so you can have that relief of the world upon you. Yeah, I can feel that. Well, we just got two stories out of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's both good stories. Both good self-help right. stories. Yeah. And, yeah, so physical or er, self-help obviously starts – with physical, a lot of things starts with physical, then kind of goes into your mental and spiritual and stuff like that. Uh, my mom is big on reading. She's a little bit of a writer too. And she's always poking and prodding me about reading and how it's really, really good for your mind and good for uh, you and your vocabulary goes up and creating worlds and your creativity goes up and reading is just super, super good for you mentally. So we talked about kind of physical and that's kind of a mental thing that you can do to help yourself. A good self-help book. You want to hear one? I would love to hear Don't one. sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. Wait, say that again? Don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. <laughs> that's the name of the book. Right. So don't, in other words, don't like, sweat anything. Think about most of the stuff we're worrying about in life. Yeah. Name me a few things you worry about. Oh, I worry about sports, school. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to be over in like no time. Yeah, that's true. Oh, whew, that's in, the, awesome. in the big picture of things, I worry yeah. about work. I worry about what my kids got going on. Really, if I step back and like take it easy, 
Work's going to pass. Mm-hmm. Whatever's going to happen at work's going to get done. My kids are going to get older. They're going to go through whatever they're going through, and I'm going to help them best I can. But if I stress about it and worry about it, it's not going to do any good to anybody. Yeah, it's just going to make you your mental state worse, and you're going to get stressed out. Yeah. You want to hear another good thing I do to help self-help? Yeah. Sit on my back porch and watch the sun go down. Is that is that more mental yeah. or physical? That's well, a little bit of both. I get home and I'm dog tired. Yeah. I go sit on that back porch, recline back on my recliner. And rest. And physically rest and mentally rest. Yeah. I have some pretty good sunsets on my back porch. I bet you do have a very good view. Yeah. Because that, that sets right in the back of your, right, your backyard. What else do you do for self-help, Spence? Um, I play basketball. All of you know that, I hope. Mm-hmm. And when I want to just clear my mind and think about one thing, like you said about dirt biking, I just go and shoot. Just go and put up shots. And one thing I can just get out of my mind. And if something's bothering me or something like that, or I also go build something or puzzles or just kind of like keep my mind off of it. Just like you were saying, like dirt biking is a mix of basketball and puzzles because you got to figure out what to do. But it's also a physical thing, you know. Yeah, speaking of puzzles, every year we do a Christmas puzzle. Mm-hmm. And it's December right now. Yep. December 1st. We do that say. too. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's also another thing. I just. Christmas is self help. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that's you're the true. parent putting it on, probably. That's true. <laughs> and then it's like stressful and not self help. <laughs> just like you were saying. Don't sweat the small Don't sweat stuff. it. Yeah, don't stress. And everything's small. Do you know anybody that's really stressful? Stresses out a lot. My dad. Yeah. My dad stresses out a ton. About work? Yep. About the house he's building? Yeah. Yeah, that's stressful. That's when I built this house. Most stressful time of my life. Yeah, for sure. But we're not sweating it. Because we don't the small sweat the small stuff. You read any other good stuff that's uh, self-help? Yes, I do. So I also looked up top things people do to reduce or relax from stress. Deep breathing exercises, meditation, mindful meditation. I don't know what the difference is there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Progressive muscle relaxation, mental imagery, relaxation, relaxation of music, biofeedback counseling counseling huh yep so those are the things that are the top things that people do to relieve stress and that's another thing i was gonna say it was music if i'm really stressed out i'll listen to instrumental music or jazz music or any kind of music like that and just calms my mind i get to like sing along or tune along you know and clears me up that way do you know what my dad would do for our stress and relief? Go work? No. He didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, he didn't do that much. Um, he would get a horse and go out riding in the mountains. That would be stress relieving. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't mind to get a horse ride. It's been a while since Same I've been on me. one. We should go. We should go do it. One of the best horse rides I went on was like January, like Christmas time, like in between December 25th and January 1st. Uh-huh. 
and it was with our brothers. I don't know how many were there. And um, I th- I don't know if my dad was there with us or not. I don't remember exactly who was there. But we get on the horses or we get them in the trailer, go way up a little sheep and get them out and start riding on this ride. And it is so, like there's so much snow and it is getting dark, but the moon is so light as you can see. Because it reflects off the snow. Uh-huh. And you, your ears are ringing because how quiet it is. Yeah. I mean, it is just like silent night to the T. Probably the coolest, one of the coolest, definitely the coolest winter ride I've ever been on. Yeah. I've been on some pretty cool rides uh, when I was a kid back in like Frank Church Wilderness, Middle Fork and Salmon area. Building bridges with my dad. Yeah. He's always out in the mountains riding horses, doing yeah. something with that. That's definitely a thing that works for me is going into the mountains and just w- listening and appreciating God's creation of nature. Heck yeah. You want to hear a book I just finished that was self-help? You finished the book? Just finished it. What is it? took me seven months to finish. Cover to cover. Old Testament, New Testament. Boom. Self-help. How was it? Old Testament wasn't so much. New Testament was like... A lot of Really self-help. good self-help. <laughs> love. I mean, spread love. That's mm-hmm. what the Lord wants us to do. Right. So that helped me quite a bit. I evaluated my life a little bit. That's cool. Uh, very, very cool book. Just finished it. Seven months. Congratulations. Hey, thanks, Ra. I think that just uh, added to your... Large, very large arsenal of finished books. Well, it's growing for sure. I didn't read much as a kid. I hardly ever read, actually. And I still don't read much. I more do audio books. Audio books. My next one is uh, The Book of Enoch. Enoch? Yeah. Pretty excited to read that one. Well, congrats, Joe. Hey, thanks, man. So what can we do to self-help us and stand for the week? But be, but being gents about it, like we talked about, we got to remove that beam from our own eyes. So first of all, we got to take care of ourselves through those things that I've told you about, or we've talked about, you've yeah. told me about. Uh-huh. Um, and then we serve our fellow men. We help them out with the best we can. We stand for the weak when we see it, not in only fighting instances, but there's many instances out there that just standing. You up. you just have to be courageous. You have to gather up your strength and just go out there and like, Hey dude, I'm, I'm helping this dude out right now. You know? Yeah. You just got to do it. It's standing there watching it. It makes you feel bad about it, dude. I, when, when you watch somebody get hurt or watch somebody get yelled at and you don't stand up for him, you do, you don't do something about it. It makes me feel bad. Like, Ooh, I should have did something right yeah. there. So in my experience, because of how bad it makes me feel afterwards, that really motivates me to do something about it in the moment. So you don't regret it. Yeah. That makes sense. And then for helping yourself, you got to help yourself before any kind of, any kind of helping others. You got to, I know tons of people who are, are not in the right for themselves, but help still help other people. And, And I think that they should just help themselves and the people that they're helping would understand. Cool. One other thing that we uh, I do that, ha- that is self-help um, 
meditation, yeah. yoga. My wife's a yoga instructor. My mom's a hot yoga, yoga instructor, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> my wife's hotter than your mom, by the way. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're not having this conversation. <laughs> um, yoga and, and meditation help me out a ton. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't do enough of either one of them, but when I do them, they help me out. Oh, it hurts. It hurts yeah. my body. When everybody thinks of yoga, they think of like, oh, that's just, eh, that's easy. You can get some pretty intense oh yoga, man. You can get some crazy yoga. And you have to be flexible to do it. And I'm not flexible at all. So yoga can help us. All right. So this week's challenge, I want to challenge everybody out there to take the time this week to do something that will improve you or help you, your self-help, whether it's meditation, whether it's yoga, a massage, a dirt bike ride, or a horseback ride in mountains. Right. I don't care what it is, but I want you to set aside some time. For you. 30 minutes, five hours, a whole day. A whole day would be cool. I'd love to do that. <laughs> I'm actually doing that this coming week. You guys will hear about it next week. Cool. Um, yeah, take a minute. Take a day. Yeah. I'm taking like a day and a half. That's cool. Yeah. Good for and, you. And, uh... Yeah, we want to hear about it in our comments. Okay. So that was our challenge. Our question is, what can we do, like, as our listeners or as me and Joe, what can we do to better be in a position to help people? Like, either just taking a certain way through work or a certain way through school or um, talking to different people. What can you do to better stand up for people or you can be better... um, my comfortable standing up for people. I don't know. That's our question. What can you know. do? What can you do? Thank you for joining us today. We are happy to visit with you fellas. Guys, and until then, better men. <laughs>